Hi, and welcome to Season 3 of the Chasing Squirrels Testimonies of Active Faith podcast. I know it's been a while. It's probably been, I guess, maybe four months since I recorded um, the last episode, and that Season 2 was actually rather short, so I kind of hesitated. Should this be Season 3? Should I continue with Season 2? But looking back, there were seven episodes that I had published for season two, and you know, since seven is the number of completion, I just decided that's that, and we're going to start a brand new season. So I'm really excited. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about kind of what's been happening for the last four months and uh, why it took me a while and just some things that the Lord has taught me, and I do have a fun, um, a really cool testimony of something that God did recently that I really want to share with you. So I think I recorded the last testimony maybe in November, and for the month of December, I was really busy preparing for a women's retreat that I hosted um, on January 8th, and it was, God did some amazing things. It was such a great time, but as you know, when you're planning something, especially a big event, something like that, it definitely takes a lot of time and energy. And after that, I really basically hit a wall. Um, it was it was uh, so great and so fun, but I just was exhausted emotionally, mentally, um, physically, spiritually. Just really hit that wall. And uh, on my on my podcast, you probably heard me say numerous times one of the mottos I guess that I have lived by that has really made a difference in my life something I heard preached once was to do the last thing God told you to do and spend time with him and then do the next thing he tells you to do and spend time with them and I obviously the 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 theme of this podcast is active faith like testimonies of active faith you know doing things that were do right Well, sometimes what he wants us to do is nothing. Sometimes he just wants us to rest. In fact, he tells us in his word to rest. He tells us uh, he, he created the Sabbath for us to rest, to worship him, to be in his presence so that we can get renewed. He knew it was going to be a good thing for us, right? Well, I knew I needed to rest, so I definitely took that time. But I'll confess, this is just, I, I think, just an endless battle for me. I'm, I'm getting better with this, but I still struggled. I struggled with, I wasn't doing enough. I, I, I knew, you know, this, this podcast is something that I really enjoy. I know God's called me to do it. I believe, um, that he's got just wonderful things to share through this platform with people and that it's making a difference. And so it bothered me, you know, that it had been so long, but I just, I needed to rest. So anyhow, it was kind of going through my mind. I'm not doing enough, you know, the, that whole thing. And I want to share a little testimony, something that happened that really put this all in, into perspective for me. So I'm, that's running through my mind. This was about three weeks ago at church. And the sermon that day uh, was just so timely. It was about God's, uh, the assurance of God's love and how we didn't do anything to earn his love and what would, you know, what would make us think that we can do anything to lose it. You know, he just, he loves us because he loves us. And there was a whole um, 
message, a whole theme of the the works and working for God and just, you know, feeling like we're constantly having to strive. And there was one uh, sentence, one statement that I wrote down that really, really resonated with me. And that was, you are not God's employee. You are his child. And that just, it did something in me. It kind of set me free that day. And I realized, I, you know, I know we're supposed to do things. We we know that we are created for good works. We are to let our lights shine. We're to, to uh, want to do good works so that other people can see and glorify our Lord, right? So it's not that those things are bad, but when we are so heavily focused on that, which I kind of have been those last couple of months, not focused on doing them, but just thinking, believing the lie that I wasn't doing enough, right? So I just, that just really resonated with me. Uh, we're not God's employees. We are his children. And so I, I left this, this ser- the service that day. Brendan and I were walking to his truck and I was wearing that pretty yellow color that I love. The, there's like all these different shades of yellow. There's one shade that is just the most brilliant, beautiful shade in my in my opinion, and the one that people comment on it a lot. In fact, I was in a class earlier before the sermon. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, before the service, and a few uh, girls at the the small group I was in they commented on the color, and they I don't know them well. They don't know my story, and I I said, hey, there's a really great story about this color yellow, if you're interested in hearing it. And we didn't have time before the class, but after the class, they came right up to me and said, hey, we do, we want to hear that that story. So I told them, I told them the testimony. If you're a regular listener, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, I would encourage you to go listen to the yellow sweater um, testimony at that episode, because it's pretty amazing. And anyway, I it was just such a sweet uh conversation that I had with them to be able to share that and just to see how it impacted them and you know just tearing up and because it's a beautiful testimony of God's uh, redemption and his his grace and mercy and love just love for us and so anyway I was walking to the car Brenda and I were walking to the truck after the service service and I was telling him about how Every time I wear this color, people comment, and it makes me so excited because almost always I have an opportunity to share my my testimony. And I don't always get to share it, but I do always say this. If somebody comments on the color and they don't know the story, I always say, there's a really cool story if you want to hear about it. And or if you want to hear it, and oftentimes people do. Sometimes they don't take me up on it but a lot of times they do and I just get so excited because it's such a great opportunity like I said to, to share about his amazing grace love redemption so anyway that happened I'm, I'm walking to the car I'm telling telling him about how I w- I almost it almost makes me want to wear yellow every day because of this opportunity that it, that I have to share Jesus and what he's done in my life to tell people what an amazing God we serve. And I was explaining that to him. And anyway, we got in the truck. We drove to HEB, which is our local grocery store. And our plan for the day was just to go to HEB, do our grocery shopping, and go home. We That's usually what our Sundays look like, church, grocery store, home. Uh, we don't always go out to eat. We're trying to 
um, not do that as often. So anyway, that was our plan. Well, we're sitting there, we're parked, and he starts asking me about this a barbecue place that my friend Shelly and I had tried after, before the retreat back in January. He wanted to know my opinion if, if I thought he would like it. And long story short, we ended up leaving there. I said, well, let's just leave. Let's just shop later. Let's go to the restaurant. And if you like it, I mean, if, if it doesn't look good to you, then we'll go somewhere else. But let's just go check it out. So we walk in, and it's kind of like a little, a long, a long corridor. Corridor is not the right word, but like a walkway down, like a Chipotle, like where you walk in and you go down this long little walk <laughs> to where you order, or the menu. So we looked at the menu, and then we figured out what we wanted, and then we moved down a little bit to the left, and there were two young girls, teenage girls, in front at the registers, two different registers. And Brendan stood in front of one girl, and I stood in front of the other one. And she she started striking up, the, the girl in front of Brendan started striking up a conversation with him about his shirt because it said Cedar, Cedar Park Cedar Park football or just Cedar Park and so she was asking uh, if he had kids there or if he taught there and because her boyfriend goes to school there so anyway there was that little small world connection and they were talking and then I was in front of this other girl and getting ready to order and she of course she commented on the yellow and said oh, I, I I don't remember exactly what she said but something about the 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 uh, how it was a radiant, radiant color, just, you know, it's just such a beautiful color. It looks good on you, something like that. And, of course, I said, well, there's a great story if you want to hear it. And she said, yeah, I do. Well, I didn't know if it would be a good time because she was at work, but we happened to be, like, late after lunch, so there was nobody in line. And she wanted to hear it. And so I began to tell her the story and when I got to a certain part of the story where I used the word shame, her eyes, right at that moment with that word, her eyes just welled up with tears. And she, it, it wasn't like, um, it, it was almost like tears of relief. Like she just, it, it just seemed like this is something this girl really needed to hear at this moment. Like she was just relieved. And so, and she just, you know, was crying and, I could only see her eyes, beautiful eyes. I could only see her eyes because she was wearing a mask. And anyway, I finished the sharing my story with her, and she asked if she could hug me, and then um, that was that was about it. And I, I did say at the end, I said, listen, I don't know, like, what you're going through or if you would ever want to talk, but I just want you to know if you I'm available if you want to sit down and, and talk about any of this or hear more or, you know, just process together. And she said, yes, I would. And she brings me a piece of paper and asked me to write my name and number down. And that was kind of it. Well, then her friend came up. I don't, I don't know. I think she, I think somebody came to the register. And so she was busy and didn't get to hear it. And But she could see all of this that was transpiring. And she could see that her friend was upset. And she said, did you just share that story? And and I said, yep. She goes, well, I want to hear it too. I said, okay, well, we'll, you know, we'll go sit down and have our food and I'll tell you, I'll tell it to you later. And so she comes over literally like probably within, oh, 10 minutes, five minutes, I think. She goes, I'm, I'm, I want to hear that story. She goes, I really want to hear it because my friend, that's my best friend and I have never seen her like this before. And I just really want to hear this. So 
okay, she said, well, I'll let you eat and then I'll come back. Well, she comes back again, probably within like five minutes and she sits down. She goes, okay, I'm ready to hear your story. So I tell her the story and her, and she too, her eyes just started just filling up with tears and, and she had gone on to just explain how she'd been really struggling in her uh, relationship with God over the last year and a half. And there were some other details. I don't really have, um, permission to share all that but anyway she that was the the big thing she had been struggling and she actually held out her hands and and showed me her finger she had a ring those james avery if you're familiar with it like a silver ring on on every finger and she said um yeah about a year and a half ago i just took off every single uh, piece of jewelry that had anything to do with jesus so she she was just struggling and she goes i really really needed to hear this today so that was that was basically that and then I went back over to the counter to say goodbye to them, and they started sharing more with me. And this this is the part that just blew my mind. Um, well, all of it blew my mind, but this this was so personal to me. Um, they said, the, "We noticed you the minute you walked in the door. We you were just glowing and radiant." And and I know I was wearing that bright, pretty yellow color, but I don't think it was just that. I, I believe that it was, it's the Holy Spirit. And they felt, they felt something because they, they said to each other, we want to talk to her. We want to talk to her. They felt compelled to want to talk to me. And I, that is God. That is so God. And so after they told me that, of course, I am tearing up because that what they don't know is what I had just been struggling with for the last few months like I was just explaining earlier about how I felt like I just wasn't doing enough and when I mean like enough I don't mean I mean in regards to this ministry that I that I believe God has called me to do which is podcasting writing I'm still really struggling with that the retreats and just other things that he's laid on my heart sometimes you know, when I, when I say I'm not doing enough, that that's what I'm referring to. Like, oh, I'm missing, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointing you, Lord. I'm not doing everything that you've called me to do. That's kind of where I go with that. Well, when this whole thing happened and what they shared with me, when, especially right on the heels of what I had listened to, what we had been hearing at the service during the sermon, it was just, this was just like the, the, the perfect, (laughs) the perfect moment. And I, I told them, I said, you, you have no idea. Cause they were saying to me, you have no idea how much we both needed this today. And I said, well, you had no idea how much I needed this too. And I explained to them how I had been feeling like I wasn't doing enough. And then what I had just heard and how this moment right here showed me, it proved to me that I don't have to do anything. I didn't have to manufacture this moment. God orchestrated all of this. We were not even supposed to be there. Our plan was not to go there. We had no plans to go out to eat that day there. And I didn't know going in that they were going to talk to me about this. I had, they didn't know. And so it was so sweet. We were all three standing in a circle. And this is when I got really emotional and teared up. I said, this right here, this moments like this remind me of how big our God is, how great he is, but how into the details and how of our lives and how personal and intimate of a, of a God he is that he would orchestrate this divine appointment for all three of us, knowing what each of us 
needed. He ministered to each of us in the way that we needed. Those are the moments that that give me chills. Those are the moments I don't I don't want to forget. I immediately went home and journaled about it. Like I these are the things, these are like my stones of remembrance that I that I cling to, that I am reminded of God's faithfulness and I'm reminded of um who he is and how big he is and his power and how I didn't I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I opened my mouth. I mean, I opened my mouth and he every you know, he just created this moment for us to experience all of us, all three of us to experience him. We saw him move and him work and we were just participants and just it it was it was pretty incredible. And then the the young girl who asked for my name and number, she did uh, text me later and asked if we could get together. So we got together the following week and we had a good two hour conversation and it, it was really great and um, left and I texted her just thank you and um, I don't remember what else I, I texted, but I haven't heard from her and I'm going to confess I, ha- I had to kind of um, let that go too and, and remember too, this is God is the author He's the author and the perfecter of our faith. You know, I I went and did what he asked me to do. I had a conversation with her. Hopefully seeds were planted, but that that's it. Like the increase, I've talked about this on another episode, the increase is up to him. You know, if somebody will water those seeds, somebody, you know, hopefully they'll be completely, you know, come come to full bloom. But that's that's not my responsibility. So the the pressure is off. And I, I do have to be very intentional about reminding myself of that because, you know, you have, I don't know, I'm just human, right? And expectations and I, I wanted maybe to, de- you know, develop like a little relationship with her and that that's maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Like we just, we, we met, he gave us this great moment. We met for coffee and then who knows, you know, that's it. So um, anyway, I guess one of the things that I really, the reason I really wanted to, one of the reasons I wanted to share that is I wanted to uh, remind us all that it, our, um, sometimes we get these ideas that we have to be doing really big things, right? At least I do. I don't know if you can relate to this, but this is what I do. Like, I think I'm not doing enough if it does unless you know it's got to look this way x y and z or whatever and he really reminded me that it's just a it's just a day to day loving people you know just being and really like creating some margin in your life and just being available when he presents an opportunity and so uh the one other thing too this is kind of interesting I well this is just God I had written down the lyrics to this song, probably like the week before this all happened, this song, but it, I would just sing it all day long, even when it wasn't playing on, you know, the the radio, I would just sing it and I wrote down the lyrics. And so I want to close with this because I think it's just a perfect ending. It's called Dream Small by Josh Wilson. It's a mama singing songs about the Lord. It's a daddy spending time that the world says he cannot afford. These simple moments change the world. It's the pastor at a tiny little church, 40 years of loving on the broken and the hurt. These simple moments change the world. Dream small. Don't buy the lie you've got to do it all. Just just let Jesus use you where you are. 
one day at a time. Live well, loving God and others as yourself. Find little ways where only you can help with his great love. A tiny rock can make a giant fall. Dream small. It's visiting the widow down the street or dancing on a Friday with your friend with special needs. These simple moments change the world. Of course, there's nothing wrong with bigger dreams. Just don't miss the minutes on the way to bigger things. Ooh, sorry, because these simple moments change the world. Dream small. Don't buy the lie you've got to do it all. Just let Jesus use you where you are, one day at a time. Live well, loving God and others as yourself. Find little ways where only you can help with his great love. A tiny rock can make a giant fall, so dream small. Keep loving, keep serving, keep listening, keep learning, keep praying, keep hoping, keep seeking, keep searching. Add up the small things and watch them grow bigger. The God who does all things makes oceans from rivers. Dream small. Don't buy the lie. You've got to do it all. Just let Jesus use you where you are, one day at a time. Live well, loving God and others as yourself. Find little ways where only you can help with his great love. A tiny rock can make a giant fall. Yeah, five loaves and two fishes can feed them all. So dream small. Dream small. So I just want to encourage all of us just to um, look, be alert, be observant, look for those tiny moments. Just like the song says, you know, just go out and and embrace embrace the day, love others around you in Jesus' name and just um, do those little things. Those little things make such a big, big difference. So that's my encouragement. Um, okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, sorry, I didn't realize that song was going to make me so emotional. Um, before I introduce, I'm, I want to talk about the first episode that I'm going to be publishing. And before I do that, I just want to do just a couple little housekeeping reminders if you have not subscribed to the podcast, that's a great uh, thing to do because it helps you to know when episodes are published. So I would recommend doing that. And if you haven't gone in to rate it or leave a review, I would really appreciate you doing that. It's not, um, it, it's really just a way to kind of get the word out there more. Uh, if you subscribe, the more subscribers, the more ratings and reviews, it just, it kind of moves the podcast up in the ranks. And I'm not looking for a big number or anything like that, but what I, or a small, I guess a small number would be ranking. But what I am hoping for, and this is my heart, is that we, the number of listeners would be increased. And because I want these message, messages to get out to people. I don't do this podcast for money. I don't monetize it. I don't have sponsors or anything like that. This is just something that I know that the Lord has put on my heart to do and given me real, a really great platform to be able to share wonderful testimonies of all that he is doing in the lives of his children. And so, but really my heart is to want to get this out there. So if you haven't done those things, I would really, really appreciate it if you would. That would be great. And then also if you find this testimony or any any episode, any testimony uh, faith uh, encouraging to you, please share it with a friend. Just, you know, send a little a text with the link to it or, you know, you could put it on social media. It, do, it doesn't matter um, how, but if 
if you if somebody comes to mind, if the Lord, if you're listening to an episode and the Lord brings somebody to mind, or you know, just share it with them. Say, hey, I just I thought of you. You know, if if God prompts you, if He prompts you to do that. I'm not asking you to do it unless he's prompted you or you've prayed about it. So anyway, just some housekeeping things. And then now I want to talk about the first episode. So today marks the last day of the of a whole year in which Lisa, my sister, uh, one of my sisters and I finished reading the Bible in a year. We She became, if you haven't listened to the Frozen Faith, testimony episode uh, you can hear her, her the story of that which is kind of a it's a really neat story it's kind of funny it'll make you laugh too it'll make you laugh it'll make you cry um, but anyway she came to know Jesus a, about a year ago a little over a year ago it was in February and then we decided we wanted to to do something together and we decided to go ahead and do uh, the Bible in a year and we just finished today's our last day I'm recording this on Sunday by the way so March 27th is our last day, so I'm going to uh, be publishing my interview with her tomorrow on March 28th, which was the exact day that we started a year ago, and the episode is basically just just some reflection about our time together and the importance of being in God's Word and... um, it's it's fun. We had a lot of fun. We we laugh a lot. We cry. Uh, you get to hear a little bit about her story and her testimony and what God's been doing in her life over the last year, which is really encouraging as well. So I'm very excited for you to get to hear from Lisa, and I hope that it encourages you and gives you a, a new hunger and, and thirst uh, in your heart. Uh, for God's word. So that is what's coming up next. Um, I feel like there was something. Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) I want to give you a warning. Okay. We had some technical. Oh, look at it's happening again. I did it again. Ah, so, oh man, I get mad at myself here. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. (laughs) I crack myself up sometimes. So (laughs) what happens is, and there's probably, this is probably user error on my part. I know it is, but there's a cord that goes from the uh, microphone to the computer and so that it's actually plugged in and working. And I'm actually speaking into this microphone rather than into the computer's microphone. Well, sometimes I have to unplug it, and this is where it's probably user error. There's probably a simpler way to do this, but I don't know what it is. But when I need to go back and listen to something, I'll unplug it and and play because it won't. I won't hear the volume, the sound, unless it's unplugged. And so then I'll play it, and then invariably or inevitably, I should say, I forget to plug it back in, and then it's not recording through the microphone, and it's just a better quality through the microphone. So that's what happened. And we were going to edit out the part when I realized it, but we listened back to it and we thought it was pretty funny. So we'll give you some uh, comic relief with that. We thought it was pretty funny. So it's not it's not edited. But the part that I wanted to warn you about is the quality is not that bad, but at the very end, you can hear when I start shuffling some papers and it's it might even scare you a little bit because it scared me. It's so loud. And so I want to apologize in advance for that. Um, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this down one of these days, but anyway, so 
welcome to season three. I'm so excited about this season and, and what uh, God's going to put on uh, the hearts of, of people in my life and, and people that I interview. I've um, got some good ones lined up, so I'm really excited about that. And right now, I am very thrilled to introduce you to my sister, Lisa, and this is episode one, Faith Comes by Hearing. Hope you enjoy. Enjoy. 